2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome
1: back. Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment? Thank you for joining us. Of course, on Monday, we will have uh, all the kind of Oscar coverage that you could possibly want, including, including the complete breakdown of the fashions. Big question is, will the winner in the actress category... Where gold, as it's happened many times in the past. Oh.
3: And another little crazy thing to look for, a winner. The f- um, woman who won Best Actress and the Best Picture has not won at the same time. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Best Picture, the actress was in it Yeah. since Hillary Swank in Million Dollar Baby.
1: Wow. Oh,
4: wow.
3: So that's, that's I thought you were going to tell
4: us that continue. little factoid. Yeah, so yeah, that...
1: We'll
3: that is mm. something.
4: Well, I'm very glad that. Um, just speaking of Oscars, remember when I said to, you, like, a couple of weeks ago, maybe I I can't remember which award show, but I said, you know, Brad Pitt has got some really good speechwriters doing yes. his jokes. Yes, because we had the, I would have shared the raft at the Golden Globe, right. even though it was adorable, kind of funny mm-hmm. Leonardo, and then yeah, that- the, about the. Quentin Tarantino has separated more women from their shoes than the TSA. Yes. Yeah, the, that did not come off of his no, the No, the Tinder,
1: the Tinder. The Tinder. I'm gonna or, add to yes. my
4: SAG to Tinder profile and uh hey Britton, I heard you just became single. So um the interesting question, who is doing the ghostwriting? Because Pat, Brad Pitt's speeches are very funny, very hitting the right mark, while Joaquin's speeches, who's ever helping him getting all over the board. Yeah, but but, but but kind of poignant. Poignant. There's a poignancy there to it. So and uh so anyway, Pitt, or rather his people at Sony mm-hmm. who have guaranteed he will call
3: into our program. Right, after he no, wins They on declined
4: Monday. to comment when the Hollywood reporter posed that, but one outside speech writing agency said, um, and they wanna be anonymous because of confidentiality yes. agreements. They confirmed that Pitt's representatives did contact them about engaging their services to help coming 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 up up with with, the speech and all of that. And the most common reason that people hire someone, a ghost acceptance speech writer award, Mm -hmm. is if somebody is on the march and it does seem like they're going to sweep everything, is that they want to have like one joke or something that's directed towards that room. Because it might be... The Producers Guild. It might be the acting room, right. like a SAG award. And the
3: BAFTA, even though he didn't go, his, it's joke,
4: English. his so you, joke
3: was about uh, both of us are single because they just separated from right. the European Union yeah. that week.
4: Yeah. Right, right. So actors are the most accepting of speech writing because they memorize lines. That's it's what easy they do. For them. They're so, actors. Yeah, exactly. So whoever is writing it has done a very good job. And I would think the same for Joaquin.
3: I would agree. And in, in that mm-hmm. article, Laurie, at the bottom, it said that Carrie Fisher was well known as to what, ghostwrite
4: people's acceptance yeah. speeches. I believe oh, really? it. I believe yeah. it because she
3: was so yeah. witty and quirky. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you think about it, like I'm thinking about one of my favorites. Once like Renee was,
4: Zellweger. You know, she's probably had someone helping her to do her sort of uh, shucks. Shucks a ah, shucks. kind of a thing. And oh. then the right tone to Judy mm. Garland. Yeah. And, I didn't understand why, and that might have been her own blurt. She gave her shout-out to Tom to Cruise. all of at the, the
3: people that trained her.
4: But at the Screen Actor yeah. Guild Awards, because it's just like kind of people like... Tom Cruise, you notice, doesn't get invited to stuff anymore like that. He's not... Well, he, He's surrounded by his Scientology minions yes. or whatever, so...
3: But the one, remember when Sandra
4: Bullock did
3: her speech when she won, I don't know if it was when she was still married to Jesse. Yeah, that's when she won her right? Oscar. But the one where she said she Googled herself. Oh. And she's so brilliant at it. I wonder if those are written by someone else, but she just feels
4: yes. so witty. You yes, could, because that is the whole thing to get, I mean. To appear... Yes, effortless Humble and, and effortless, and, and, and but
3: they can memorize the lines. Lord, we would fail miserably. Yes,
1: I think sometimes you can tell it was genuine. Though the Sally Field, you really like me. Yeah, that oh, wasn't sure. written for. No, and actually. I believe and they didn't even do
3: back it. then, they, didn't, back then, even they do didn't do campaigns.
1: Yeah, it right. was just. There were
4: no campaigns. Yeah, it's yeah, right, such right. a
3: big money making thing for your person
4: to win. Oscar yeah. campaigning is generally credited to our Harvey Weinstein yes, R. Max for Shakespeare in Love as being the first orchestrated right. campaign.
3: Yes, to, to get, get Gwyneth Paltrow and the movie. They both won.
4: Yes, they did. No,
3: I don't know if Shakespeare won the movie but i know she won
4: she did yeah yeah she did okay so kim Richards, you know the real housewife of beverly hills kyle's sister the blonde she's had a lot of problems she was the girl who was the child actress
3: yes from bed bed knobs and broomsticks and she was a disney girl Disney yes, kid, the yes, the yes. Little, so
4: she was we kid. know who she is okay she is releasing really a memoir julia and uh what it, it's called The Whole Truth, The Reality re, reality of It All. It won't come out till next February. Harper Collins is publishing it, so that's a good publisher. Oh, yes. yeah. big, big publisher, yeah. And she said, I'm unafraid and unapologetic. I am ready, so I'm going to read between the lines and say she's that she's sober. sober. And uh, she, she said, uh, this is what H- Harper Collins said. There have been many Hollywood tell-alls, but none like The Whole Truth. And it
3: hasn't even been done yet.
4: Well, I know, but remember to get this book deal, she would have to pitch them and say, sure. "I am going to tell stories about this this and this." So they're saying that it is the soul-bearing confession of a woman revealing what it was like to be a show pony as a child star. She did make the money for the family yes. as a uh she, then she married a very wealthy man, oil dealer. Standard oil, oil, I felt like it was. A whipping post as a sister and a tabloid commodity as a celebrity. She was on Seven Seasons of Beverly Hills. Anyway, uh, they said uh, it's going to be unvarnished, painful, and authentic. And she's going to be telling a lot.
3: Yeah, she was a nanny than professor.
4: Uh Uh-huh. She was a long, I mean,
3: she she had had a very rich
4: childhood. Yes, she did. What was the Witch Mountain? Escape from Witch Witch Mountain. Mountain, Little
3: House in the Prairie. The Magical World of Disney. She was on for a long
4: time. And we kind of saw a little bit in Kyle Richards' short-lived TV series, American Woman with Alicia Silverstone, about, like, think about it, being a child star in the 70s in Hollywood with a mom who staged... Uh, you know, like wants to be a star herself. Right. I mean, it was wild, wild, yeah. wild times. And I bet Kim Richards. I hope she has stories if she can. She just was. She'll have a good ghostwriter yep. with her. Yeah. And maybe she kept journals and maybe she's sober and, you know, had had like a she's had think, a good time. amount Kyle of time under her belt because remember, she got arrested at
3: oh, Target, Target and she's had all
4: kinds of problems. She's had a
3: lot of problems. Yeah. So, do you think that her and her sisters still along? I mean, you're more familiar with the housewives and stuff. I know she
4: visited last year, her and Lisa Rana had a weird thing. I will say that Kim, Kyle, and what's Paris's mom's name? Kathy. That, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Those three sisters remind me of another three sisters that I know. Are you talking about my family? I. Might be, or I might be. T- <laughs> I'm also a family of three sisters. Oh, I'm just saying oh,
3: we are. I forget that you are. Too- yes, there's a dynamic there in threes. threes.
4: Okay, and there's is a there dynamic are? with there sisters. There is. Okay. Because you One guys know each other, <laughs> yeah, and, and you guys know each other. The only people who will know you longer will be your parents. So there is that tie. That's a theme in our book that we're coming up on. Yes. at four thirty. But um, so I'll just—that's what I just say. You know, it depends on the situation. Sometimes the day, sometimes the sure, hour, absolutely. what's going on, anything can happen.
3: It's funny though, because when you think about you're one of three girl, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm one of three, three and how
4: the dynamics is there. There's really, a good one. There's a bad one. And then <laughs> there's, there's a the one trying one. to skate yeah. in the middle between both of them. That'd the, be me. Yeah. I mean, so yes. anyway, yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, we'll be right back with random thoughts. Did you miss
2: Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk Shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast.
3: You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
1: now... Julia's random thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here's a little random factoid, everybody. Jamaica, Columbia, and St. Lucia are the only countries where a boss is more likely to be a woman than a man. Wow. Mm. All right. So that's, that, that's a little piece. That's yeah. a nugget, I've always mm-hmm. wanted to go to St. Lucia. I've been there. Me too. And St. Bart's. And St. Martin. I love St. Bart's. Mm-hmm. I like Saint Martin as well. Yeah. Mhm. Do you have if a preference?
4: Um, Where would you go? If I
3: had a gob of money, yeah. Saint Same Saint Bart's If I had a go- I mean, you need Jing. Yeah. And you know, unless you're going by boat like we did it. Yeah. And stopping there. All right. So I just want to tell everybody, get excited because it's coming back the Shamrock Shake, which is one of my favorite things at um, McDonald's. McDonald's. Starting February 19th. And this year, the Shamrock Shake is going to be a new Oreo McFlurry Shamrock McFlurry. So it's going to... Oh, I mean, this is right in my wheelhouse. You were gone one day when I confessed that I went to McDonald's Uh and bought two McFlurries and a malt. All for you in one day? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And how long did it take you to uh, down them? Not long. Yeah, I didn't think so.
3: Put it in the freezer thinking (laughs) I'd save one for later. Ate all three. I couldn't have been happier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) couldn't have been happy it was embarrassing because there's not enough cup holders in a car for three three. items unless you have another passenger to hold something but um people were real impressed that i could do that Lori. yeah so don't i can down ice without an
4: ice cream addict or anything
3: none of that i was so happy so now that it's going to be a shamrock mcflurry oh dear Mm. Watch out all right so um Coors light this is kind of a cool thing is going to cover dog adoption fees until February 21st.
4: Oh nice if that. you
3: want to rescue a dog um you have In to every state it says that
1: Coors light there are a few exceptions there are some states where it's prohibited for some reason but most of the states are In going along with Minnesota, it. Minnesota
3: wow. all you have to do is text a photo of the receipt showing what you paid. Um, at the shelter for your new puppy, and the beer brand will kick back up to $100. Jeez. So that's kind
4: of a cool incentive. That's how much money they made off their tax break this year, that they're doing that something they're doing good. That. I like that.
3: I like it, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, Where were
4: the Clydesdales?
1: Did
3: we ever figure that out? <laughs> Donnie, no. will,
4: they will you on please
1: where no were they? They decided not to use them this but year. Did,
4: but did we read an it's article? tradition. No, I, I know. mean, would you Google where were the Clydesdales during the Super Bowl? I, I tried yesterday
3: when we talked about this or Monday, but I can't spell Clydesdale.
4: Oh, so the but, <laughs> but the yeah.
3: things that came up, I'm like, I don't oh have time boy. for this. Yeah, because right. then I have to go on my phone to dictionary.com to figure it out, and then right. go back on. It was too much work.
4: Well, we were on the air too. It, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so yesterday I talked about how the Lion King was played at a PTA um, meeting night in California at an elementary school fundraiser. The school had raised $800, but Disney had found out that they played the Lion King right. without license it, licensing it to them, and they charged them $250. After one of the PTA members bought the movie at Best Buy, yeah, um, Bob Iger heard about this
4: and apologized. The CEO of Disney. The CEO, he said... I bet his wife found out about it and she went to him, Bob, did you see this story? It was all anyone could talk about. It was all over and it was on
3: CNN last night. One of the dads bought the movies and I think they got it from Lori and Julia. One of the dads bought the movies at a Best Buy. The PTA president told CNN he owned it. We literally had no idea we were breaking any rules. That went viral. Bob Iger now and this is a quote, our company at Walt Disney Company apologizes to the Emerson Elementary School PTA and I will personally donate to their fundraising initiative. Oh. That means they're probably maybe glad it went viral because I bet they get more than $250 from the Disney card, don't you think? well, good. Donnie, as they should. Absolutely. As they should. Now, I want um, you to know that Donnie's looking out for me. And so for the people who are in the category
2: of self.
3: partnered mm-hmm. this valentine's day mm-hmm. um there is
4: <laughs> was there a deal for uh-huh. dinner no, there's a deal of.
3: a restaurant will seat single self-partnered people in front of a mirror <laughs> on valentine's day <laughs> to promote self-love
1: oh uh-huh yeah.
3: the restaurant is called two the point of the mirror is to spend malandise valentine's day quote Falling in
1: love with, with yourself. yourself. Yeah. Can we make a resolution That was like one of the girls
4: uh-huh. that got shot the bachelor last night. I'm more oh. in love with myself than I've ever been. And that was ridiculous.
3: Oh, that. She was crazy. She was a nut job, that, lo- that girl. I he, watched. But
4: he's kept a couple other nut jobs. But yeah, it, he is. It was a, it was a, she was something. She was something. But else. there's
3: a twist to this, by the way. After watching yourself eat alone, mm-hmm. they remove the mirror. And another, and reveal another person that's been sitting across from you the whole time. Okay, that's
4: creepy. And weird. I think so
3: too. I kind of just like the mirror idea. Yeah. Um, now, um, yesterday you commented on my amazing hairdo, and I just want you to know that there's a one in four chance you're having a bad hair day. It happens to all of us, oh, yeah. but people who have bad hair days care more than I do, Lori. Um, Ninety days eighty. 80% of people say they want to stay inside because their hair is so awful.
4: Yeah. I just put on a hat. Yeah. That's, put on a
3: hat and mm-hmm. lipstick and sunglasses
4: and you're fine. You know, it's Don't really bad home. though. Is like a lot of times you go on a trip and you bring a hat because you're going to cover your bad hair and then you have to take off your hat going through security and then that, everybody sees it. Oh yeah. But then nobody cares. No one's looking at no you. No one's looking at you because people are just like focused on their immediate surroundings. Yeah. Unless you have on a white t-shirt
3: and, and, no, a, bra. and a, no bra.
4: Yeah. That really
3: no one cares. And the TSA people are just wide eyed watching you come through. (laughs) Where do I focus? (laughs) Okay. Sounds like from
4: personal experience.
3: I'm not saying anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. 20% of people for Valentine's Day want pizza. It's a Friday night. They don't want to have all the, you know, nutty stuff. They want to stay in, eat pizza in their sweatpants. Yeah. Good for them. Mm -hmm. I think. I think you'll like this. I can't get to our phrases. Well, Julia,
1: you've got that reservation at that restaurant, don't you? On fr- oh, of Friday? course I do. Okay. The pizza one. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to...
3: Have you ever had chocolate hummus? <laughs> no. I saw that sounds, at Kowalski's.
4: It does not sound good. You don't think so? Uh, chocolate and chickpeas? No. Uh, yeah, Donnie, did you try too. it? I've seen it. I don't... No, mm. I don't
3: like chickpeas enough. The consistency. Mm, with... I love hummus, but chocolate.
4: No, well, it's a big. All right. What are we dipping in it? Strawberries? You could. Mm. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. Crackers?
3: Dipping? You're dipping crackers with a little salt on it or something. I don't know what you would do with that combo. Yeah, but people tend to like it. In, I don't know. I'm not doing it. I'm into. I'm in big time to cauliflower crackers.
4: Oh yeah.
3: I mean, you can literally eat an entire box, and it's only like three hundred calories. Why would you? Well, want you don't get satisfied because you don't get satisfied. It's like eating. It's like eating lettuce. You don't get okay. enough. You just get the crunches, and you you know yeah. it doesn't give you enough. Okay. So you eat the whole box, Lori. It's okay. It's like really two handfuls or four cups. Okay. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm divulging a lot of of
3: my habits. Well, a bill is trying to be passed for its second year row row in L.A. to allow people to reshoot for their California driver's license. (laughs) If you don't like your first shot, they would give you up to three more tries. You would have to make a voluntary donation, but they want to pass this. Only in California is all I'm going to say. Yeah,
4: that's true. I know.
3: You can just ask the people and say, I,
4: can I see but it? Think about it. Everybody in California Cares wants how they Retake. Oh, yeah. Do you so imagine really, how long yeah. that would take? Oh, yeah. So I say collect the money. Yeah, yeah, just do a donation. Johnny, did
3: you find out anything about the Clydesdale? Well,
1: I can tell you that they were also not included in the 2018 Super Bowl. Because they did, they did a, a thing about uh, donating canned water or something, so they skipped it. They were in last year's, right, that's right, but still right. no explanation why they weren't in this year. I couldn't right. find anything about well, it. Well,
3: thank you for doing that uh, research sure
4: We're trying to sleuth. All right, let's find out. We will we'll know what's happening on the roads because Holly's going to tell us.
2: Indeed, we're going to start in Minneapolis with your my talk traffic. Fifty five eastbound, watch out for debris on the roadway right around East Twenty Eighth Street in Hastings. Sixty one northbound, a crash from west 23rd street near maple grove 94 westbound a crash at hemlock lane 684 eastbound stalled vehicle blocking lane from east river road to university avenue and in lexington another stalled vehicle blocking lane that's happening 35w southbound right around 95th avenue to lexington avenue your five eyewitness news weather forecast brought to you by great tasting california walnuts Partly cloudy, 31 today. Tonight, 18 cloudy. Tomorrow, cloudy, 27. Right now, 31 and partly cloudy.
1: Thank you, Holly. Let's do a giveaway. Let's give away those Minnesota Wild tickets for the game coming up one week from tonight. And not only do you get the uh, tickets to the game, but the ticket package includes cake truffles and drink tickets to an adult hot cocoa bar. All right. Well, uh, take caller 7 at 651-641-1071. Good
2: luck. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It all
0: comes back to you, you, you. I love it when the only light is me, you, and the moon. And baby, when I
3: close my eyes, I'm thinking about if we never met
4: up in someone else's bed i been lost in a crowd and hey Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us while well, we've got your next book that you're going to want to curl up with. Um, whether you're in bed, in your living room, going on a vacation, it's called How Quickly She Disappears. It's a mystery written by Raymond Fleischman who is joining us. Hi, Raymond. Hi, Raymond. Raymond. Raymond, hello.
1: Oh, no, not again. <laughs> All right.
4: Geez, that was <laughs> oh, even a good dear. introduction. Okay, hold on. All right, right. You call him. Anyway, it's a mystery, and it is first-time novelist. Mm-hmm. I love that. hmm First-time novelist. I have, like, maybe 45 pages. You're ahead of me. Left to yeah. read, and I... So
3: good. You didn't want to come to work today.
4: Well, I'll tell you. I just wanted to continue
1: reading. Hang on a second, Raymond, are you there? All right, we got to fix our phones. I'm so sorry, guys.
4: Hold on. All right, oh no, that's okay. Well, it's really it's it's a psychological thriller, and it's about um, it's a mystery that unfolds in two different um, 1920 and then 1941 in in Alaska, in Alaska and Pennsylvania, and I. I know Raymond will be able to give the setup, but he's really, uh, it, it's a very suspenseful, original story, and it is a page-turner. Because yes. you want to find out what happened to this girl who disappeared yes. as much as the protagonist uh, that you kind of are really take a liking to, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Who, or it's her sister, Jacqueline, who disappeared. Where is Jacqueline? Wait, how Quickly well, she disappears and, there, and it's just it's
3: and they and you told me Reese Witherspoon has optioned it already.
4: Uh, no, Julie, I told you that about the book Dry by Jane oh. Harper. Oh where, thank
3: you. Yeah. We,
4: because they're describing it as a silence of the lamb meets meets dry. And Jane Harper is the our author. We had her on. Um she always writes about the take pig in the outback of Australia. Yes. A brother, you know, like they're mysteries. Yes, very much uh mystery books. But yeah, Dry was optioned by Reese Witherspoon, but I don't know. If, you know, we haven't seen it make it to the television. No, we haven't. And that could be because filming got postponed in Australia due to everything that's going been going on there. Well, that's true, Lori. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. All right, so so Johnny, are we not talking to Raymond?
1: We had to reboot our phones. We will get him, but it's going to be a couple of minutes.
4: All right. Well, all right. maybe we'll just move on to something yes, else then. Why don't we talking about the book, let's talk about Jennifer Esposito getting a job. Oh, I'm so excited. Ryan She's- Gosling's uh, love and mother of his two children. And we really have not seen her act in anything. No, Bradley Cooper's Lori, ex. Yeah. I'm getting a mixed yeah, up. Yeah, you are. Bradley Cooper's... Would-
3: Cooper. They met on Alias... And they were married for only like four months.
4: Yes. And they separated. Why do I always get uh, Jennifer Esposito and... uh, Mendez. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez mixed up. Maybe because they're both like uh, incredibly gorgeous and Sophia Loren.
3: So Jennifer Esposito... Hold on, guys.
4: Let's
1: try this again. Okay. All right. Raymond, can you hear us now? I can, yeah. There we go. hi,
4: Raymond. Oh, hi. sorry. Okay, Raymond. Oh, no worries at
0: all. We, I know these things happen. That's
4: okay. Okay, we love your book, How Quickly She Disappears. You have to give us the setup of the novel and also at the end of the setup, how in the world you got this idea for this very original, very clever and suspenseful story.
0: Sure, yeah, I'd love to. Well, thanks again for the opportunity to um, talk with you guys. So um, How Quickly She Disappears is essentially a literary mystery uh, that begins in the summer of 1941, so just before American involvement in World War II, and it's set in a tiny village in uh, rural Alaska in the Alaskan bush. And uh, the main character is a German-American woman named Elizabeth Fouts, and the sort of main bit of background information about her is that when she was 11 years old, her identical twin sister, Jacqueline, disappeared without a trace. So ever since then, Elizabeth has had this kind of void in her life that's never really been, you know, filled by anything. And um the story starts when a bush pilot, because, you know, this village is so isolated that right. all of their medical supplies and food and mail and stuff is delivered via bush pilot. Um, so the story starts when uh, a bush pilot that uh, Elizabeth doesn't know, it's not their regular pilot arrives in town and uh wants a place to stay claiming that he's tired from all of his you know traveling and deliveries and um it goes from there and we pretty without revealing too much we we quickly learn that uh Alfred knows a thing or two about uh Elizabeth sister and her long ago disappearance. So from there, it's kind of a, a suspenseful sort of cat and mouse game yes, between be- these two characters as as Elizabeth is trying to find her sister. And
4: yeah. we're flipping the pages. Uh, you really do want to keep turning the pages because one chapter might be, you know, young Elizabeth yes. and then the next one, you know, so and each one you're teasing out. The suspense is absolutely Uh, killing us i'm right at Uh like halfway through part three so like i'm almost done and i i sometimes we don't like to actually know the end of the mystery when we have an author on because we Mm -hmm. do not want to spoil it for anybody but how did you come up like was this uh, yeah was this inspired like a true crime or where'd you get the idea for this
0: so, you know, I have long wanted to write about this specific setting. I think that the setting itself is kind of the thing that drew me in Alaska. um to um the story in the first place. So, although the the book is completely fictional and all of its characters right. are completely fictional uh in the late 1930s and early 1940s my grandparents lived in um southeastern Alaska. And so, you know, some of my earliest memories are my grandparents kind of talking about the cold or the the endless nights um, or the endless days during the summer. And so I always knew that this setting would make for sort of a compelling, propulsive Mm -hmm. novel because Uh the setting itself, the physical setting, could be kind of a character um, so from there, you know, um, with that setting sort of established, it was more so a question of, of coming up with a, a, a compelling story to put in that setting, right? And, yeah. um, you know, I've always been interested in, in sibling relationships and sort of the tensions between, um, family members and the sort of shifting dynamics. Um, in the way that those can kind of come into conflict with each other sometimes too, and parent child relationships and that sort of thing. So um those all kind of came to bear thematically on the on the story and uh yeah, this is what I put together. How long oh
3: Raymond, I mean, you're a first time novelist, how long did it take you to write this book?
0: So I sometimes feel a little bit abashed to admit that it took me a pretty long time. It took me probably about 6 years.
4: Right. Well, um, I think that's through... a long time. Hmm? I mean, I don't know if is that a particularly long time?
0: I don't know. Maybe it is for some people. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to hear about uh, novelists, you know, saying that it took them 10 years or whatever to write their first books. And I used to always say, man, 10 years is such a long time. But now I'm like, oh, 10 years isn't long at all. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, this one took me a good chunk of time.
4: Yeah, because you're yes. married, you've got three daughters, you know, You're, I, I mean, do, you're yeah. working. And, yeah. But, I mean, your your book is, I mean, you've got, like, a lot of good buzz and the yes, buzz is... Have is worth it because it is just really a great book. We're wondering, I mean, you. Have, have you sold
0: it to Hollywood? So no, uh not yet. Not I know yet? that um my agent and some other people have Are kind of shopping it around right now, or and are in talks with people, but nothing sold as of yet. Yeah, would you
4: like? Would you want that to happen, or do you just? Are you kind of like more? You're enjoying your book just came come out, and you're just enjoying this right now, and you'll get to that if that happens.
0: Yeah, you know, I think kind of the latter. I mean, yeah. I, I think that it would. The whole thing is sort of a heady experience as it is, sort of a a slightly surreal experience as it, as it is. So that would be definitely sort of like the cherry on top. But yeah, of course, I mean, I would be thrilled. That would, that would be uh even more surreal. It would because I've I yeah. like
4: I've just done. We do casting in our mind because we read a lot of books and some sure, of our yeah. books you know and our authors that we've had on cuz we've been on the air for like 17 and a half years have become TV series yes, they and have. it is it is kind of fun to think about the casting of this because like you said the setting with Alaska is you know, yeah. Is very compelling, and also the timing of when you chose to write
2: this book. You know, we're American. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called "Blinded by the Item."
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Because
4: on the cusp, we know Europe is at war, but America isn't. Was there anything, did that just intrigue you also or why did you decide on that timing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the interwar period has always been, um, of interest to me. I mean, there's so many books and, and, um, you know, so much literature written about, um, American involvement in the war itself and so many sort of war stories. But I was really interested in writing essentially a book that was kind of about family dynamics and, um, tension that's occurring kind of in this setting with the war about to happen in the background. Mm -hmm. And I knew that um, the threat of American involvement in the war would be, like the setting itself, kind of a character um, in some ways, because it would add certain pieces of tension and certain pieces of plot development um, to the story. So yeah, it's always just been a, a time period in American history that's Seemed really compelling to me narratively.
4: Yeah. Oh, it,
3: your book—we're loving it. Lori's further than I yeah, am. I got it like just, a, two days so, ago,
4: but it's so good. I cannot wait well, to you. unsaw. I want to know the end of the the story and the mystery. Like you can't believe, but, but um, we want to no, know. Thank you. Yeah.
3: We, if you're just joining us, how quickly she disappears by Raymond, Fleischman. Fleischman. Mm-hmm. Raymond, what's the last great book you've read?
0: Hmm. Well, I've read a lot of wonderful books in the past year or so, but honestly, the one that kind of stands out to me is Eileen by Otessa Moshfegh, um, and that book came out. It's a novel, and it came out in I think 2016 or 2017. Okay. So. It's not super new, but it was new to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just a wonderful kind of dark, uncomfortable read in the best way.
3: Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Who is
4: the author? Otessa Moskak?
0: Otessa Moshbeg, yeah. Okay, Otessa. Okay.
4: Well, we're recommending... Um, your book, how quickly she disappears. If people love uh, mysteries and just a really well written, wonderful book, this is this is it for us. And we've got a lot of winter and reading ahead of us, Raymond. So yes, thank you, it's
0: true, yeah.
4: Thank you for uh, writing this, and thanks for being thanks with for, us today. Yes,
0: yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really do appreciate the opportunity. Okay,
4: absolutely. Well, have a great day. Keep writing. We've got a couple copies to give away: six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back.
3: These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071.
0: So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood's begin.
2: What is the meaning of this?
3: All right, Lorreen, let's get at it. Okay. Oh, Raymond
4: was so he, Lord, he seemed like he was just like a little bit tiny nervous, but oh my gosh, you get Donnie, you would like this book too quickly she disappears because don't you like mysteries i do like mysteries. yeah i read yeah. a lot
1: of mysteries just,
4: and because of the time period yes. and yeah. right on the cusp it's a really interesting different kind of a mystery he was
1: uh very very grateful even when i talked to him off the air and he was just so nice
4: well you know what you i don't know, you know that people so do, much do a lot of book for, you know i mean i mean it is our one thing that we can always be proud of we sure. can
3: always be proud of it, except i'm I'm sad I didn't get a chance to.
4: You'll you'll like I know this. I will. This would be a book you would read at the cabin weekend because yes. it's not that you know it's not like a 500 page. Mystery. No, it's not it's that not long. one of those. Right. Uh, in, in it, um,
3: his family dynamic thing. I wanted to ask him how many siblings he had because he was.
4: Well, he says he does write very poignantly too. If you're a twin, yeah, and you were to read this book, I mean, and even the way he describes, you know, even you know, like any siblings, you know, there can be that, but. Twins—they always talk about the psychic connection that yes. twins have. Yes, and identical twins, whether it's identical or not identical, that there is like—I mean, you were in the womb together. I mean, there's this whole woo-woo thing around about it, and that very much is like part of this book. And then the mystery man, who yes, was, who uh,
3: arrives. arrives. Uh huh.
4: Okay, let's Hollywood speak. Erka um, uh, Badu. Is that how you say your name? Erica? Erica. 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 Er- Erica. 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 That it's spelled Erica. 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 But <laughs> Erica. With always, she has her hair. It, it, she was a really like, f- for a hot thing, like a major music superstar with just you know we always were trying to think of
3: her songs or anything yeah but i know who she is i looked her up
4: when she was hot when she burst on the scene like macy gray or Mm -hmm. any number of singers who like come out and strong with one great album and then they and then they disappear well yeah or whatever their market is too small and they don't get promoted or whatever so she is decided um Uh, She's looked over at Gwyneth, I think, and um, she's got an online store called Badoo World Market, and she's going to be selling um, something called Badoo's, we'll call it Kitty, because there's an urban legend that uh, Ms. Badoo's Kitty changes men's. The men she falls in love with, she changes lives, so she's making an incense that smells like her kitty. (coughs) siri this is she took lots of products are trending no but she took lots of pairs of my panties cut them into little pieces burn them and that's all part of the incense when the interviewer asked badu who the magazine had noted she'd stopped wearing anything down there a while back if she felt a personal connection she said yeah man Serious? (laughs) Okay. Wow. I can't find your world store because I'm trying... It makes me feel bad that, uh, I mean, that that she's having to sell incense and tell this nonsensical story that seems like it should be, you know... I don't know. Like, she didn't need to go into that much detail. No, she didn't. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm intrigued. She could have stopped. She had me at Urban Urban Legend legend that changes men. Yeah, I did not know this about uh, Erica Badu.
3: Changing jobs and I changed their lives. Yeah, I mean, this is the
4: kind of legend I'm interested in exploring. When you get to the part where I cut up and then, you know, cut up panties, then I'm just like, now you're telling me too many details. Now I'm like a man. I don't want to know this much. Let's go back to your urban legend about that. That sounds like a better story. So anyway, there you go. That's what what she's doing. That's what she's doing. All right. Okay. Now, Matthew Perry, who is so not famous at Instagram, no one saved his name, and he has to have a really lame Instagram handle. Mm -hmm. So lame. What is it? M Ma Perry four or something like he's the fourth. It's, it's Maddie, Perry. isn't
3: it? Like Maddie Perry four.
4: Yeah, it's just pathetic. It's just lame. It's mm. lame because all these other famous people they save the names. Yeah. And they wait, but well, Matthew I'm going to tell you, he
3: already has a million followers. Well, yes,
4: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Like that's in the celebrity pecking order. You know you're not famous when they don't save your name. Well what okay. has he famous? posted?
3: Jen? Okay, I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> I went to Matty Perry 4, yeah, and he's followed by Jennifer Aniston, Chris McMillan. But is that his handle?
4: Yes. 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 See, that's lame. He has no posts yet. Right, but it's. I'm just saying, lame, lame, oh, lame. Oh, I they, agree. Why didn't they same save Matthew Perry? I-
3: because, Lori, they don't... How, what, is someone going to be at the head of Instagram and say, sit every time? Th- that's what happened and, with everybody else. I think those other people had marketing people saved them. You don't? Julia, I'm no. I'm not looking at this. No. So he's
1: got a million followers and he hasn't posted Nothing. anything.
4: It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He, it's doesn't oh. it's, If it's official, verify. Oh, it is. He's okay. going to have a TV show... He's going to announce something because he needs to do something because the last image we have of Matthew mm-hmm. Perry is him shuffling around with dirty long fingernails and a grizzly sweater and an image of him just living up in his condo, very isolated. Mm. It's not what we wanted for Chandler Bing. <laughs> Nobody no. envisioned this Chandler Bing. Kind of, uh, you know, very... Howard Hughes. Well, do you
3: want to know, maybe he's done this because Ross Matthews, we all remember Ross. He says that when he met Matt
4: LeBlanc and Matthew Perry, they were rude. Well, yeah, I know that doesn't surprise me because Mm -hmm. Ross has got to be used to that. I hope he has a chapter that acknowledges that half of his stories could be the result of his annoying voice. Okay. Ross, yes. He did. He, he, he has get a it. very annoying uh, yeah. voice and maybe a personality and so he should have he should have a funny disclaimer at the beginning of this book. Yeah. Keep in mind any of these people could have been and uh, I, I that would be what I would do if I were him.
3: Okay, this is really <laughs> pathetic though. What? He's the last member of the friends cast to join Instagram. Um is that He so doesn't pathetic? Well, that he doesn't post anything. He, well, Julia, yet, I guess.
4: Julia, he's dealing with the humiliation that he's Matthew Perry, thirty four, seventy two, whatever that is for, but still, okay, everybody else has their names, okay, he, I bet Instagram saved, I'll bet you. I bet you somebody that was just young, newly hired when they just started grabbing all the names. Yep, they thought they his name it. really was Chandler Bing. That's right. <laughs> That's and if I were Matthew Perry, I would just be Chandler Bing, and that would be my official. There is
3: the Chandler Bing, unofficial friends Chandler Bing. People have Chandler Bing, Laurie. Yeah,
4: but they could he could have the Chandler. Bing Underscore verified. Bing yeah. is his fan page. Yeah, wow. I know. I'm just saying that if I were Matthew Perry, that's what I'd be doing right now. I just uh, say
1: let's uh, share with our listeners who don't know a little bit of Ross Matthews' voice. Yeah, okay. There we go.
4: Singing tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. It's a lifelong dream fulfilled. They've asked me to sing. Finally, somebody oh, right. did. Yes. Kind of, you
0: know, Bette Midler-ish, kind
2: of. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that.
4: Midler meets a Muppet. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's Ross Matthews. That's Ross. I'm just saying. He has an annoy. he could be annoying to people, is what I'm saying. Got it. You know. Got it. Matthew Perry, I do think he's doing like a TV show or something. That's just why they have yep. it. Yeah. But the reason he hasn't posted, Julia, is it's taken him a hot minute to realize where he is on the famous chain, even in the Friends world.
3: You oh know? Gosh, you're know. you so funny, Laurie. No, you're Julia, blessed. I'm just, you know, call it the way I see it,
4: like I do every day.
3: Glad I was gonna say, in this day, is different from which day, Donnie?
1: Nah, none.
3: None. She's no. a snorter yeah. over there. Well, today. I know, so hear that. But She's just call him as a Caesar.
4: But Julia, I mean, you got to admit that would hurt a little bit if you just put on your fame hat. And Even think we about got hers.